do, do, do. Welcome to Anointed Radio Show. We back, y'all. Hey, hey. The line of Judah. Amen. So this is Pastor Jay, and welcome to Anointed Radio, y'all. And we're going to go ahead and start in decency and order. And we're going to come out of Matthews 3 and 8. And it says, produce fruit in keeping with repentance. When you repent, you'll be able to produce a fruit of purity, integrity, humbleness, to know that everything you do ain't right. We always not going to be perfect. We're always not going to be right. And to know that you could be able to surrender to God and know that you can't do this by yourself. So start producing that fruit of repentance, and it, and it will change your life. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for bringing us into the studio one more time. God, we just thank you. We glorify you. Continue to be in the midst. Be in the room. Come into the room right now in the name of Jesus. Let it flow with your Holy Spirit. Let the listeners be blessed, touched all the people listening live, all the people that is listening in the podcast. God, continue to bless us and expand our territory. We God, we just thank you. Continue to bless everybody listening to us. Touch them from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Let them know that you are there and that you're near and that you care for them. In the midnight hour, give them that comfort and that word so they know that they're not by themselves. Thank you for never leaving us nor forsaking us. Continue to be in our lives and to be in the forefront and encouraging us to continue doing your will. We say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Everybody say. You know what's funny? I realized something. What? I sing like an old person. What are your old soul? I think I, I think I came back and I was like, I, I ain't finished singing yet. <laughs> yeah, man. Right, right. Oh, Mary, oh, Mary, <laughs> won't you weep? <laughs> so Martha don't have to moan. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> moan. Amen. Amen. So we are back, y'all. And I got Lady AJ in the building. Hey, everyone. Even though she missed the whole Osby Berry interview. Yeah, yeah. But from what I heard, it was good. It was always good because yeah. Pastor well, Jerry was her. Okay. That's right. Shout out. So this is Pastor Jane, like always, I have something to say. And you can find me at Instagram, Twitter, at AnointedJaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N, or Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Facebook page, or you could go ahead and go to my Facebook live TV show called Unscripted. Pastor Jay and Just Nia, Unscripted. We had a great show last night. It was kind of a little rough beginning because I was by myself because she's traveling. She's in New Jersey. Shout outs to Dr. Apostle, Pastor, all them titles. That's why she (laughs) said just call her Just Nia because she got all them titles. But Just Nia was in New Jersey, still able to come on to the show. We had oh, a great okay. show yesterday. We talked about how Christians should interact with people of different denominations and right. different religions. Right. Which right. is important because a lot of people, especially the young people, the young people don't want to hear, well, don't deal with those people. Why? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Young people in Christ 
and young spirited people in Christ that's just learning about Christ going to want to know why should I not interact with people? If right. Jesus said be peace among all men, don't it mean all men that don't agree with you? That's right. All men that that means people that that's not going to believe in what you that's believe, right. that's not going to agree with what you agree with. So it was a great video. Definitely talks about some testimonies, talked about some processes that okay. I don't know. That came out of nowhere, but it was definitely needed. Hmm. Um, but go on Facebook, look up Pastor Jay and Just Nia Unscripted Facebook page. You can see our video of episode three. And it was a great show. Oh, wonderful. That's yep, wonderful. Yep. But that's Pastor Jay. Check me out. Hey, everyone. This is Lady AJ. And you can follow me on Instagram at Lady AJ 2020 or you can drop me a line at ladyaj2020 at gmail.com. And I just want to remind you that we've got some great shows. Pastor, you mind if I go through the lineup right quick? Go ahead. Okay. So make sure, speaking of Dr. Dr. Nia, uh, we have Just Nia on Mondays from 5 to 7. We have Death Sports Talk on Mondays as well from 7 to 8. On Tuesdays, we have those Baxter's radio show. That's on from 5 to 7. And we have Dr. Elizabeth Hudson's Triumphant Tuesday. That's on from 7 until 8 on Wednesdays. Of course, it's the Anointed Radio Show. On Thursdays, we have Pastor's Couch. It's uh, Anton Don Parsons' show. And that airs from 6 to 7. On Fridays, we've got Cheryl Underwood Spiritual Nourishment. That airs from 5 to 7 p.m. Saturdays, we have uh, Reverend Kathy LaFleur's And She Shall Be Called Woman. That's on from 11 until 12. At noon, you can catch the Bishop Foreman radio show, and that, that ends at 1 o'clock. And then we also have Girls... What is that? Girls, girls Chat, chat Sports. Sport. I, I need to take my glasses sports, on or chat. off. With chat Mo, Sports. Chat, girls Chat Sports. Yes, shout-outs to Mo and, and Melissa. Mel. And that's on from 7 until 8 p.m. And then on Sundays, it's the Anointed Radio Show. And that's it. So And the Love Hour. Okay. And that's it. And that's it. Amen. But you got to check our shows out. Definitely check them. of them. We're in the process of developing some more. So stay tuned. Yes. And I want to shout out Ireland. Dublin, Ireland, who's tuned in. Oh, wow. One of, one of the... Um, Big people tuning in while in. Shout outs to Amen. Ireland. Hi. You know, adding a new country into the fold. We added Mexico and Jamaica and Ghana. Yes. Amen. Amen. So definitely shout outs to our new reaching areas. We definitely appreciate you. Anointed Radio sees you, is praying for you, and is with you. Continue listening. Stay tuned. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and go into the mix. In the mix, we're going to go and um, we're going to go with, I like this song. It's called Same Grace by William Murphy. Good track. I, 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 like, I like that track, so. We're going to go ahead with Same Grace. See y'all in a minute. Vaughn, I know we're not supposed to sing this tonight, but I keep hearing this. And after all that I've been through, I've got a story to tell you. He wouldn't let the devil consume me. Because God knew he could use me. 
God is known. Respecter of persons. What is done for me? He's done for me. He'll do the same for you. Listen, because he's given you the same grace. God has given you the same Tell them God is love, respecter of my son. Tell them what he's done for me. He'll do the same for you. God is love, respecter of my son. What he's done. to release that tonight so some of you would understand that even though you are in the fire the same grace that he gave Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego is the same grace that God has given you what is that bishop what is that grace bishop you're going to be in the fire but when you come out you won't smell like smoke You're going to be in the fiery furnace, but when you come out, you won't look like what you've been through. God's given you the same. singing it tonight, but I felt like somebody needed to hear it tonight.
have a curse on my life, but now I got grace on my life. There's a grace on my life! Cause we got church in the morning. Say, hey, there's a grace on my life. There's a grace on my life. And This feeling I can't keep still. I 
feel your presence. I know you're real. I just can't shake it. I got to move. Northern California, they say you gotta have a weapon on you. I 
don't think they know my testimony. Hey. Jesus saved me in the story. Look, time to get it started. We going dummy retarded. When me and Miles pull up, ooh, you know that it's a party, hey. The devil is defeated, he departed. Hey, they say that you a king. Well, this is Robert Ori. Hey, the devil had some plans, so glad I pulled out. I got a wife and a kid, I done pull out. Better wave that red flag, cause the bull out. If this a bad challenge, get some ruled out. We going so stupid, we going silly with it. Take your mask off like Mike Conley on the Grizzlies did it. A body diverse, you would think T Grizzly did it. I got so many bars, it's a prison visit. Get the digits, like a math class. You want a verse like this, here go my cash app. Look the devil in your head, I cannot stand that. I'm Middle Eastern, catch each other way, I bag that, bag that. Devil try to push it up on me. Don't do it unless you ready for a long day. Like, ooh, don't get it confused. Never run up on me unless you tryna get abused. Devil wanna run up on me, it's bad. Devil wanna run up on me, it's bad. God on my side, God is my dad. If the devil wanna hey, run up hey, on me, it's bad. Yeah, that's 93. Just a legend in the making. Yeah, he guiding me. Man, the devil really working. Yeah, he trying me. Man, the only thing I'm praying for is a fight in me inside of me. I'm going through a lot and it's only begun. And so I'm asking for the strength because I know it ain't done. I know these problems underneath all can be overcome. All these atoms in these E's are the lowest of scum. Devil run. I know, I know what my worth is Made up in his image So I'm focused on my purpose Fighting all these battles Asking God for his courage Had to move aside on my pride Cause it's worthless In a dark time Still looking to the sun now Need to be that light Keep me guarded when the sun down Yeah I know who God is I know he got this Trust in his process Never wanna run up on Run up on Never wanna run up on It's, it's bad It's got God on my side God is my dad But run up, run up on me It's White boy, I'm still hitting a new birth. Yes, I really rap. I'm tired of all the rumors. I kill these instrumentals, leave these rappers like boohoo. I got more views than you, and I ain't even on YouTube. Sorry. I'm stomping out all my pride. I don't need nothing beside me except for my God and my wife. I just tell my crew to slide and I hop up into my ride. That's a really hard job. There's eight of us in this car, only seats five. Then it's off and away we go. Stop out, pride, low self esteem, and bad ego. I'm trying to find an even balance like that boy Nemo. Cut out, cussing hateful thoughts and drinking mojitos. For real, it takes a while, not a one night fix. I'm stomping out the devil every time that I spit. There's rose gold on my crucifix. No losing chips. Got stacked the deck like the warriors you shoot and switch. I'm so sick and tired of hearing these guys. Telling lies like God is a lie, Yahweh a prophet Stop telling lies, it's well advised You'll be surprised on what you find After your body's inside a coffin The enemy's force, I've been here before Never scared of fighting with Satan I got plenty of resource, beginning me Lord, the devil steady throwing six stones I'm not an adventurer on Infinity Ward Repent and rejoice Knowing that my God is Cap Marvel Demons on their knees, calling Cap no sorrow Bible is the bullet, the vocal, the gap pearl I'm fighting demons with double hands and no charlotte I thought an actual job was actually weird The right way was get the coat can sell it back to your peers If I escaped the dope game It didn't happen Just to let these mumble rappers Come and sell the devil's crack to my kids It ain't happening I know I come with the packaging No, I don't need to be carrying I'm in the holy gun packing it Better be shooting the word again and again And pick up the fragments Putting it back I gotta recycle Do it again And I gotta reload it And make it a habit yeah. Never wanna run up on Run up on Never wanna run up on It's, it's bad It's got God on my side God is my dad But my not run up on me kingdom like six flags i gotta show the faith you can never get past and the sword of the spirit make the devil get back hey satan want to run the bone me that's
that's a no-go. When I come around, I make them lean like a cholo. I ain't trying to gain the world and let my soul go. Say the name of Jesus, every demon is a no-show. Say him want to run the bone, me, that's no bueno. I'm from Eastside, San Jose, I'm so ghetto. I'm blood by Brody, for Shoddy, I'm no rental. If I told you I'ma get it, I get it, I don't settle. Hey, God came and ran up on me with his love. Forgave me of my sin and covered me in his blood. I've been unashamed, that's why I'm lifting them up. Hey, Jesus, set me free from my life, addicted to drugs. If the devil want to run up on, run up on, Revelation uh -huh. chapter 7 verses 16 and 17. Yes, sir. They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore. Preach, preacher. For God shall wipe away yes, sir. every tear from their eye. Yes, sir. Get ready for the revolution. What you say?
the jam back in vacation bible school back in those early 90s y'all man that throwback throwback for the throwback well we're gonna go ahead and go into our interview and in our interview we got the talented coming all the way from the east coast she's an author she's an anointed woman of god we have miss Teresa Howe, y'all. Everybody, Teresa Howe. Good evening. <laughs> you are funny. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I hope you had me on mute while you were doing your thing because I was rolling over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise him. Praise him. Praise Hallelujah. him. Good yes. job. Amen. Yes. Amen. Hello. How y'all doing? How you doing, Miss T? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I've been looking forward to spending some time with you on air. Yeah, same here. I'm glad that you all decided to have me on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Amen. So are you ready for our icebreaker question? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. It's going to be a real hard one. <laughs> okay. What is the most preferred time of the day that you like? The most preferred time of the day that I like? Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm a night owl, so the most preferred time of the day would probably be after midnight, between probably one and three. Oh, you'd be having spiritual warfare, because that's that spiritual warfare time frame around that three o'clock midnight, late in the midnight hour. That's why he said that. Yeah. That's, that's that spiritual warfare time where you be have to put the pressure on and get the Bible and just open up and say, God, just give me the word and just open it. And then just usually it just be like, bam. I needed to hear that. I didn't even pick a scripture. See, I just gave y'all yeah, my little much. regiment of what I'd be doing at nighttime. Yep. Because <laughs> spiritual yeah. warfare ain't no joke. No, it's not. I just want to put that out there. I pray for everybody that goes through spiritual warfare in the midnight hour that get or are woken up by something. Um, I just pray that you continue the faith, stand firm on the name of Jesus, and you'll make it through. Well, my spiritual warfare is my characters. They're, they're in my head, and they like to wake up between one and four. Mm. So mm. I'm, I'm having spiritual warfare with them. Your characters? Yeah, the characters in the book. Yeah. I, okay, so let me, let me, can I jump in, Pastor? Go ahead. Okay, Miss Actually, T. before we jump okay. in, we got to give her, get her to do the shout-outs. So shout-out your hometown and your, your church affiliation. Durham, North Carolina, um, United Holiness Organization, uh, Mount Olive. I could name a whole bunch of churches that support me in that church life. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, from uh, like New Edition. Right. 
Yes. You know what's crazy? You know, you know I'm, I'm going to let you know. I did not know into the BET movie that they was from Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. And you know, people in Boston really don't be claiming them. Like, if I was, like, from Boston, I'd be like, you know who came out of Boston? <laughs> New edition. That's how you have to say it. We, no, we do claim them. I chased them for a good three years. No, we claim them. Okay. We love them. You're okay. one of many. I've met a lot of Boston people, and they're like, oh, they're from, Bobby Brown is from Boston? I'm like, yes. Mm. That's a whole different story. Okay, that accent you just did, was that an African-American, or was that Caucasian? Because um, that's the difference, there's a mixture. who knows Bobby Brown? <laughs> there's, it was a mixture, <laughs> so I kind of made it in between. Oh, okay. Nick. <laughs> All right. Great. Okay, Miss right. T, T, so you are an award-winning author, playwright, and producer. And I read yes, the synopsis ma'am. for That Church Life. Mm-hmm. Tell, me, tell, me, tell me how did this come about? Who are the characters? I mean, I, I want to know about this, and I also want to know where can I get this book? So the book can be sold anywhere where books are sold. Um, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, libraries. Um, it's been out since 2016. The uh, first part one has. Right. But then I made it into a trilogy, and so it has three different parts, and I'm working on part four now. Okay. So um, it came into fruition from, um, from pain. It was a situation where I had lost my grandmother, who was the closest thing to me. And my mother-in-law came to me and said, God told me to tell you to write. It'll it'll be therapeutic for you. And so I I was like, okay, well, what am I supposed to be writing? Um, But then it took me back to the time when I was in a junior college where I had a professor that told me that I was about 19. I had wrote a short story in class, and she told me that I should become a writer. Mm. So all that kind of connected but, you know, at 19, you're hard-headed, right. and, you know, you think you got to be one of Janet Jackson's dancers. Back up. <laughs> in so, living um, color. Hey, I, I just knew I was going to be in in living color. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. I had those dreams for real. <laughs> those were real dreams. So <laughs> I wasn't interested in what she had to say at the time, but right. when my mother-in-law said what she said, it kind of clicked. Right. Um, and so... 2015, I started the journey of writing. Um, I thought it was going to be nonfiction, but God turned it around and made it fiction. He gave me this character named Missy. Yes. And um, most most of my ministry is uh, with women. Right. And so I wanted I wanted to show some form of pain and how she would overcome her pain. So Missy is a generational. Well, she's a minister, but she's going to be a generational pastor. Um, she's going to obtain the church. But her issue is she's uh, dealing with domestic violence right. violence with the uh, musician. Mm. So that's cold blooded. Why? Why the musician always the bad guy in the mm. church? <laughs> is it the drummer? You know, because the drummer I, be well, always that one. You know, I feel like no, the drummer be always that one that's ready to fight. I'm. I've actually been in a church where our drummer got arrested in church. Mm. <laughs> Here's the thing with the drummer. All drummers ain't cute. So, <laughs> so no, I don't mean no harm, but um, <laughs> I'm just saying. 
<laughs> my character, you know, he has curly hair and light eyes. He, he he's fine. So, so so he's yeah. Terrence Howard. Oh yes, yes, of course. So he like what you doing? Oh, he's man? even better. What you no, doing? He's man? even he better. Lucius out. You got Lucius in your book. <laughs> he's a little better. He's a little better looking than Lucius. Okay. But um, but yeah, he is. You know, he's dealing with women with all the sister churches, and um, she loves him. She just loves him. Mm -hmm. So five years of dealing with abuse, and and her dad knows about it. Um, He's very familiar that she goes back and forth with him, but he's so concerned about her carrying this torch and having this family tradition that he kind of ignores some of the pain that she's going through. Mm. Um. So it has a it has a nice little twist at the end that I can't tell you about. You got to read it, yeah, um, but I mean, it will shock you. When I saw murder, I was like, "What?" Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so book one was very controversial. Um, when I wrote it, I had it in the category of of mystery thriller suspense because mm. I thought I was going to be, you know. <laughs> James Patterson or somebody, I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> that was the goal, you know, but, but somehow Christian fiction readers embraced it wow. because it was different from, from the norm of Christian fiction reads. So um, they embraced it and it was very controversial. We had some readers that was like, oh, God is nowhere in this book. And they would just tear it apart. But then mm. you had some that was like, oh, my God, this really happens in my church. Right. So, so yeah, a lot of a lot more could connect. You had that 1% that was a little angry, but um, it got great reviews. Um, right. It sold I, over 6,000 books. Wow. So, That's yeah. great. I just, I want the listeners to know about the accolades. Um, Diamonds, Literary Worlds top 20 books in 2016, Conversations Magazine, mm-hmm. top 50 books in 2017, Sister's Place Magazine, 2017, Author Pick of the Year, and ACHI Magazine's 2018 Author of the Year. Wow. That is very wonderful and impressive, Miss T. Yeah, it, it's God. It ain't me. It's God. Because yes. I, I mean, I'm just one of those that woke up one morning. Writing was not my passion. Dancing and singing was my passion. Right. I told you I was supposed to be with supposed to be with Janet. We was gonna ride and die. <laughs> but, but but you know things things took a turn. Um. So you know, hopefully the stardom of this book might bring me to Janet. But you know, I'm too old to pop and lock on now. So. <laughs> you know hopefully you know we'll see so tell us about, yeah tell us about the playwright how did how did you come upon that path so i had a a very um influential writer she's very famous she's been in the industry for about 30 years who read the book she was um, my editor for part two and she said you already wrote this in film form. Mm. She said, the way you write, it's very visual and it's already ready for film. And she asked me, had you ever thought about that? And I said, "Um, yeah, but I, you know, I don't have the the income to really do that. And so she said, well, you know, think about plays, think about, you know, other ways of getting it out. And so 
um, it was like a bell went off in my head when she said play. And I said, okay, well, I think I can do that. So I reached out to someone in Charlotte who um, assists. She has a service uh, that writes plays, and she kind of did the formatting and, and helped the flow of it's basically all from my book anyway, um, right. all lines from my book, but she just put it in, in play form. And then I just took off from there. It took me about a year to do that. Mm. Um, and once I got that all together and figured out the business, then I uh, did auditions and I was meeting a lot of people that were, you know, trying to take my money. So it was like when you green in the field, you know, they, they're trying to get paid. Um, but I was fortunate enough that, that I was able to escape some of those, some of those individuals. And I started with this um, one young lady um, and moved forward with her for the first and the second play. And now I'm working with, um, I actually have a cousin that um, he works at Winston-Salem State University. And he's over the arts program there. Oh, okay. And, you know, he's done, yeah, Broadway and all that. But he didn't have time for me when I when I was trying to get it together. He was like, girl, what you talking about? Play? You don't know nothing about no play. <laughs> but then so soon, soon as I put it together, he was like, hey, cuz, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like... Can we get together? We gonna eat eat a little bit of lunch, talk about this play. Uh-huh. So you know, now he's my BFF. Right. You know how they do. You know See, how they y'all do. Y'all got so. good places to eat on that side, like Waffle House. I miss that place so dearly, man. Y'all don't have no Waffle House. Nah, there's no Waffle House. I was actually stationed on that side of the earth. I was in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Then I was in the Hinesville, Savannah area. And I always love me some Waffle House. Shout outs to Waffle House wow. if they ever want to sponsor Anointed Radio because <laughs> I love my five dollar meals at Waffle House. Shout out to Waffle House, but it ain't five dollars no more. Let yeah. me tell you, Ooh, it, it's about eight. It's about eight or nine dollars. So See you they... you you're not gonna really think it tastes that good for that price. Thank <laughs> so, you. Amen. Five dollars is real good, but about eight or nine, not so much. He like, mm, it's all right. It's, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. So, so one thing I wanted to just kind of ask, what, what is really something that you you're trying to plan to do for your next step? You know, you've done the book, you've done the the stage writing. Is a movie coming in for? You know, into fruition. Of course, but I have to find the right person. Um, I have a producer coming to the next show that we have this Saturday in Durham um, that is interested, and hopefully we can have a conversation about film. But, um, you know, when you take on a film project, that's like lots of money, lots of time, and you really have to have that special person to connect with um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's, it's like they can't pull that vision out of your head and it's hard for you to really explain what you want. So, you know, it's a lot of trial and error. So I have to find that, that unique bond with someone. Um, I've talked to several people about film, and they just did, they weren't a good fit. Mm. So I'm hoping, you know, that that person will come along. But, you know, what you can do since you're, you know, in Las Vegas is you can call Oprah because she's right over the county line somewhere and ask her if Oprah. she can come in. Ain't she in Atlanta? Yeah. She, she has a, a house in California. She, right. Mon, like, Mont, like, Monticello. Monticello. Y'all know where she live at? 
she lives in Montessori. Y'all watch her yeah. too much. I don't even know if she's lived. Well, I, she's she's lived there for years. Oh, is that where Stedman lives? Uh-huh. Uh, well, you mean Stedman House? I love how people be y'all. Have you ever noticed that when you had a grandmother and a grandfather, your grandfather worked for 50 years for that house, and you always said, my grandmama house. Why we always do? That's cold. Grandpa died, and he like, you know, I paid for that. No, I'm going to grandmama house. What? I'm just saying, it's some cold-blooded. Stand up for the grandfathers out there, especially Stedman. He's been through some things. Y'all don't know what Stedman been going through being in that house. So, so Miss T., you um you have a your background is in children children's education. Yes, I am a, a teacher currently. I've okay. been a special education director. Um, I've done um, cord, um, reading coordinating, whatever, whatever, all those titles, and right. I got tired. It okay. was like, yeah. let me go back to the classroom so I can get the flexibility of touring yes. and writing books. Amen. So yeah. So I've been in education for probably about 14 years. Okay. So with you being in education, I definitely want to ask that. Um, in your shows, in your in your book, you always are you always trying to put like a bigger meaning and then that bigger meaning kind of lead into like the next one that's going to come out? Um, no. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> let's be simplistic with the answer. No. So basically, I'm I'm what they call a pantser. I write by the seat of my pants. I do not outline. I do not know what I'm going to write about when I start. I don't have a starting point. I don't even know what the ending is going to be like. It's strictly mm. spiritual. So wow, when I sit down... It's, it's all God. I, I mean, I have no say-so. I am not steering the wheel on where this chapter is going. I have sat down plenty of times and said, oh, I'm going to add this. And then God comes in and he's like, nope, you're going to add this. So um, my stories were were created in, in late in the midnight hour with a, a, a lot of Holy Ghost power because I can't tell you how I came up with some of the stuff I came up with. Wow. <laughs> So with, um, with that writing, I know, is there any type of like um, a scripture or a prayer that you kind of do right before you just start writing? No, I just say, help me, Jesus. And then I start writing. Oh, that's it's prayer no, right no, there. It's no, yeah, it's no, it's no special formula. Um, I'm a very spiritual person anyway, so I'm always, you know, giving him the glory throughout the day before I start writing. Um, You're just so when I get vessel. to that table, you know, it's me and him. He know I'm ready. Amen. So. Amen. So I'm just curious, Miss T, what, how do you balance all of this? I mean, it sounds like, I mean, you have a lot going on. How do you, how do you balance and take time out, you know, to charge your battery and stay refreshed mm-hmm. and things like that? It is very difficult. Um, I've, I've had a hard time, especially this year, balancing because I transitioned into teaching high school. And okay. this year was my first year teaching high school. Okay. And high school students are a beast. It's like a whole different world right. compared to elementary. Um, you know, elementary, they just fuzzy and lovey. <laughs> but high school, they, they be cussing you out like, you ain't my mama. So 
you know, it was a very, <laughs> very, a very, very, very stressful year for me mm. trying to tour and trying to write and trying to teach. Right. Um, but I think I have a little bit of um, ADHD going on, like some attention deficit or something, because I'm able to balance it all and not go crazy. Amen. So, um, yeah, I, I just take it day by day and try to do the best that I can. And, you know, I try to gauge like, okay, February, I'm going to work on my book. Right. March, I'm going to work on the play. So I try to do it that way. So that way, you know, I don't get all discombobulated with all these different things that I have to do. Right. Amen. Well, I definitely can say that God definitely gives you the strength to go through the things that he calls you, you know, cause I could definitely say with, cause I got that, I got that same thing, that ADHD, man, that's why I be cutting in conversation. I have to, I'll be like, have to like, man, slow down, Pastor Jay. Yes. They talking. <laughs> and I'm like, but hold on. If I don't talk, I will forget it. This is something useful. <laughs> but one thing I, I, I definitely can say though, is what would you tell a writer hmm. that, is on a project and is just stuck. Right, because you're speaking to two aspiring authors. Right. I play with it, but yeah, um, what, what you said, Lady AJ. Yeah. <laughs> we're both we're, we're both writers. He writes lovely poetry. Well, it's I. First, you have to find out what. First, you have to find out what kind of writer you really are. Because mm. if you're that outliner. Or if you're that pants, so you have to you have to differentiate which kind of writer you are first of all. Then once you figure that out, um, then the writing process, whichever way you go, should be easy for you. Like you can't take on anybody else's methods. Mm -hmm. I can't say to you, hey, outlining is the best thing to do because it'll make you, you know, write a story shorter in, in a shorter length of time than the way I do it. I don't know because I don't do outlining. Mm -hmm. So. You have to find your niche on, on how you're going to start the process. Once you start the process, the biggest thing is finishing. Yeah. Because most writers, I think it was the percentage that I read one time, it was like 5% of African-American writers actually bring it to print. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's a very low percentage of people who actually finish the book and put it into um, a publishing network. So you, you have to make sure you finish it. And then when you finish it, make sure you get an editor because Amazon has made it so easy for junk to be put on the Internet with people having typos and errors and um, run-on sentences and things that just don't make no sense. Right. So, you know, that's the next thing that you have to do is make sure you have a good editor and not just an editor that spell checks but an editor that does developmental ed editing right. helps you development your writing into into better writing um and then you get a copy editor who you know makes sure that you don't have fragments and your verb verbiage is correct and things of that nature so it takes like three processes of editing to make sure you have a solid book because that was my biggest mistake with book one i did have an editor but it wasn't a quality editor mm. And I paid all of this money thinking that, oh, no one's going to find any mistakes because this editor is well known and um, all of this good stuff. But she did not do a good job. Mm. Sorry to say, I ain't going to put on blast on who she is, but she didn't do a good job. And 
I felt like I wasted my money. And mm. so then, you, you know, I came back, I think it was like two or three more people behind her to, to fix the mistakes. And then I found out probably the reason why she struggled is because she wasn't a believer. Oh, yeah. She didn't. She didn't go to church. She didn't understand some of the some of the passages about you know them dancing sometime in service, just the whole service, and ain't no preacher got up. She didn't get that. Mm. She she was like, it's too much dancing going on in this book. Wow. <laughs> and so you you self published, correct? I did. Okay. I, I created my own company. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, tell us a yeah, little bit about I that. My, yeah. Um, Walking in Victory International, LLC. Um, I created the name. I, I, it started off as wanting to be a daycare. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's crazy how companies transform. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a daycare. However, God said no. Um, bought all this daycare furniture, put it in storage. I'm like, I'm going to find me a building. He's <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> So it didn't become a daycare. It didn't. It didn't become a private school, and all those crazy ideas I had. And finally, when I got the niche of writing, I was like, "Ooh, that would be a good publishing company." Um, so you know, just got the articles of, you know, what you need to open up a business and make sure that it's an LLC and all that good stuff. Um, the, the first thing was I I wanted to publish other authors because I had such a struggle and I wanted to help everybody in the world, but that wasn't a good idea, not having that much experience at the time. Mm. Um, so, you know, only being like a year into the business is not good to try to pull other people in. You really have to know your stuff um, because there's so many legal things that I missed that I didn't know about um, trying to publish other people. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah, so I got out of that quick. Okay. Got out of that quick. So, yeah. Well. So, yeah, but. I wanted to ask. Self-publishing is easy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I wanted to ask about that. So, what's the, because I think there's a lot of people that, I, I think the percentage is so low because a lot of people just don't know. They don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, when you think, when you start talking about self-publishing and this and that, you know, and you just said self-publishing is easy. Man, I looked at it. I was like, man, self-publishing. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, um, I, so, so, <laughs> I just want you to kind of explain a little bit about self-publishing, the steps and some of the things that you could help some other artists and um, authors be able to, you know, go know right. the processes. Well, it, it, it was very easy to just, you know, create a name, get it, get the business registered with the state um, and make sure that I was doing everything legit as far as taxes and federal ID number. And then you buy a bulk of um, ISBN numbers, depending on how many books you plan on writing and um, register all those books, go to um, the Book of Congress uh, website in D.C. and register your books to make sure that nobody is copywriting your book. That's the biggest thing, copywriting. Right. Um, a lot of authors don't do that, and they get their work, uh, they call it pirated, um, mm. from other countries. So mm. you can have a, 
Yeah, you can have a book, and, and they know. I don't know how they know, but they're like, if your stuff is not copywritten, you'll get some dude from, like, Asia that takes your book wow. and puts it on his website and starts selling it and making money off your book. Wow. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So before you release any so, book, you need to be copywriting. Right. Oh, most definitely. And I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how they, how they get away with it. Maybe it's when they register the ISBN number and there might be like some list that shows like all of the new books that came out and then they probably go research to see if it's copywritten or not and then they just snatch it. Mm. And the next thing you know, you know, somebody in Arabia is, you know, about that church life or something. Wow. You know, whatever book <laughs> <it came> out. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, you have to be really careful because I... I that actually happened to one of the girls that I was working with. Um, she, her book just got snatched. Wow. And she was like, I, I went on Google and I, and I was like, Oh man, how am I going to fix this? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's disheartening that somebody would steal your work like that, but it is really easy now if you don't get your stuff straight. Right. So copyright, make sure that you have an LLC for whatever publishing that you do. And then what would be the next step? Just submitting? Um, when you submit to Amazon, be careful about uh, how much of your rights do you give up. Um, Amazon is a platform that if they see that you are making money off that book, they want it and they want to buy it from you. And they'll come back and offer you like $2,000 to take your stuff so that what? they can, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, my you goodness. You have to be careful. Oh, you yeah, it's, said it's, something. It's, I think a lot of people were like, "I did not know I that." Know, no, I never heard of that. Wow. Oh yeah, it's it's dirty. And even even if you get like a a big name publisher that says, "Hey, I want you to write three books. I'm gonna give you five thousand dollars up front to write these books." Make sure in your contract that you're not giving them sixty forty. 50-50, right. you know, a lot of people just, like, give away money mm. um, just to have their name out there instead of pushing their name th themselves. Right, right. Um, yeah, in this day and age, big publishers aren't really doing it for you because people aren't buying paperbacks like that. Right, yeah. it's all digital. Yeah. So, you know, you can get with a big publisher, and they, they might, you know, make your platform just a little bit bigger than what you could do yourself, but in the end, you're not going to make any money. Mm. Um, I, I've heard some horror stories like from $1.50 per book all the way down to $0.25 cents per book. Wow. That an That's author awful. was making. That's awful. That's awful. It really is. Yeah. So beware of wow. those contracts. Yeah. Okay. You just gave the game to so many people. I just sure want did. you to know that because in book writing, a lot of people just see the project. They see the yeah. vision. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to make the book. I'm going to make it this. And God gave me the word. And then when it gets to doing the business, right. we're clueless. So yeah. we, you would think, oh, go to a publisher. Oh, go to Amazon. First of all, the numbers that you said for how I had to sit my ADHD self down for hours to write this, I'm not doing it for a thousand dollars i'm just gonna right. throw that out there and i think that but there, i'm speaking for self a lot of people might sit there and be like oh that's some money i haven't got any money for the book yet and then they should know what they see it everywhere and then they're like man right 
it's New York bestseller, mm. and I'm getting 25 cents. That's so crazy. 25 cents. 25. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, had no idea. I met an author just the, what, about a week ago? I went to this birthday party and met this author. He's been writing since 2005. Um, and he showed me all his books on Goodreads and Amazon. He had like 17 books. And he said the first book sold like 20,000 copies, but he only got a dollar per book. And this was with a major company, wow. with a major person in the business. He got a dollar per book. I, wow, I'm speechless. I'm speechless, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I, I I'm, can't believe it. Yeah. There's so much more to it. And I think, I'm glad, I, first of all, I want to say thank you for sharing that. Because yeah. there's a lot of people that don't know the processes. Right. And that just opened up so many eyes of things to be aware of. Right. Because... Man, just think about something that you just spend your hard-earned everything, and then just to have an outcome like that, that yeah. could devastate, de uh, devastate a lot of people to never write again. Right. Because I could tell you yeah, right now, if I really. was getting 25 cents, and I saw millions <laughs> of my book around, people like, oh, you're that author. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> and I got 25 cents every time. I go, ching-ching. And you'd be like, oh, let me look. Oh, a quarter. Mm -hmm. That would hurt my... <laughs> yeah, my and, and, and then... After they made the money, it's depending on what your contract says. If you like, if you didn't really read it, there's some publishers out there that they have. Okay, we're gonna make money off this book. Say three years. When that three years hits, they take your book off the shelves, and you have no further access to it. What? You cannot reprint it. Yes. So you really have to be careful on what you sign. You cannot reprint it. It cannot be republished. It nothing. Because you signed away that book not knowing that you gave away your book in that format because you didn't read your contract. I'm so they made signing all up. that money off you. I'm going to just say it like this. From what you just told me, I'm signing up with the Dollar Tree and putting my book on every <laughs> shelf at Dollar Tree. At least I know they're going to be buying it at the Dollar Tree. I mean, you, well. you, you, de you definitely... <laughs> You definitely got me thinking about self-publishing for, for sure. Real? I mean, just like, to have, you know, to try to have as much control over my work as possible. Because that's, oh, it looks yes. like you have to have I a mean, lawyer Tyler, when it comes down to this. Oh, yes, most definitely. And like Tyler Perry even said on the BET Awards the other night, have ownership. You have to yes. have ownership. It's, right. that, it's that kind of day, you know, where... Yeah. You really can't trust people with your work anymore. Right. That's even um, in music as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. So books, you have to be very, very careful because there's so many con artists. And you, you think because it's a big name. Yeah. Oh, I'm signing with so-and-so. And he's been in the game for 30 years. And he got a television show on BET and da 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 da, -da. And then you find out so-and-so done had about five publishing companies in his lifetime Four of them, he done shut down and let the authors left the authors hanging. Wow. They didn't get their money when um, borders shut down. They was giving away folks' books. Yeah, Nobody sure got were. paid. Yep, that's so true. Wow, that is so true. Okay, I'm getting depressed so, on that. So go ahead and talk about the good things of <laughs> where can we find your book? Um, 
Where can we find your social media? How can people get in contact with you? If somebody's listening and be like, oh, I want to make your stage play into a movie, how can they get in contact with you? What's all your info? And if Living Color wants to recruit you for the comeback <laughs> of Living Color. To pop and lock. <laughs> to come pop lock featuring Janet Jackson's performance. Where can they reach you? <laughs> The 30th anniversary edition. <laughs> We're going to be some geriatrics trying to pop and lock. Um, so I can, I have a website, TeresaBHowell.com. Um, I'm on every social media handle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, as author Teresa B. And I don't have an H in my name. Um, so people can connect with me that way. I have email, info at TeresaBHowell.com. And I, you know... I, I call people, I talk to people, I email people back. I love people. I love having a conversation about this because I want everybody to be aware um, of what to do with their work and how to make their books great. Amen. Well, you know, Miss Miss T, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in contact with you because my um my stepson, he's written some children's books and they're really they're adorable. And he's like, mm-hmm. I need some help. Which way do I go? So yeah. I'm going to get in touch with you offline and try to get some ideas from you, if you don't mind. Oh, sure. And children's book, mm-hmm. children's books and young adult books are the it right now. So okay. if he's writing a children's book, mm-hmm. he can really, really um, break mm-hmm. break into the industry and, and do very well. Um, and now a children's book, Something like that, I would tell you to go. To, I would tell you to go to a major publisher oh. because of the fact, yeah, because of the fact they can uh, distribute it a little bit better than you can. I see. Um, it's yeah, as far as you getting into schools and things like that, and, and yeah. getting access to more children. Okay, because he did so, the illustration and everything. I was just, I was blown away. Yeah. I was blown away. He's he's written like five books. I said, well, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, the children's book that, and and he'll get picked up quickly by a major publisher. Um, it's it's just certain genres right. where they you know they kind of attack and go for that because they go for that money and kind of get over on people. Yeah. But children's books are really are really good to have a, a big name to get it uh, out there a little bit more. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that. So. Um, I want to just say, go ahead and say thank you for coming on to Anointed Radio. We appreciate you. Yes, we uh, do. Sharing your knowledge and your information, and you know, when you, you know, when you about to have that movie, go ahead and hit me up. You know, I, I do pastor roles. I do radio roles. I do it all. Really? Just go ahead and hit me up. I be, I be in there on the radio like, hey, this is Pastor Jay. Did you hear about the church, man? I, man, I can do it. <laughs> I'll be myself. Hello, somebody. So, well, go ahead and send your resume. Go ahead and send your resume and do in your in your photo. We see what we can do because when we bring the play to Las Vegas, Amen. you know we're gonna have to put you in. I'm speaking it into the Amen. air right now. In yes. the name of that, Jesus. Yes. Yes. That that church life will be in Vegas. And you will have front row seats, or you might be upstage doing your thing. Who knows? Hey, how about I'm that? Just saying. How about that, man? How about that? Uh oh. <laughs> okay. But there's but there's there's a stipulation. There's a stipulation. Uh oh. 
You gotta get you gotta get me to Janet. Just give me to oh, Janet. Uh, get you to Janet. I can't get to Janet. How am I gonna get you to Janet if I can't get to Janet? I told you. I, but you know we're gonna pray that Janet gonna hear this. I'm gonna, actually I'm gonna tag Janet and say that she was so sponsored on this episode that she need to listen to this because she got right. a fan that needs to meet her. Mm-mm-mm. Especially since well since you. Since you're tagging folks, you might as well put Oprah and Stedman on there, too. I mean, just make it all in the family so we can make sure that, you know. I'll tag some we folks. Get all the help tag, tag some I'll tag some <laughs> folks. I don't know about Oprah. Oprah don't be Oprah, Oprah won't probably answer me. I'll you tag never know. Before. You never know. That was then. This exactly. is now. Exactly. You, you right. Okay. Yeah. Speak. This is now. Yes. Encourage yourself, Lady AJ. <laughs> Encourage. Speak over yourself. All right. Encourage yourself. In the Lord. Amen. Okay, Lady AJ, with your positivity. (laughs) Please. (laughs) So, I just thank you. We definitely will be in contact for more. Yes, we will. And um, what I can say is definitely stay in touch. You got some support system here in Las Vegas. Just keep keep on doing what you're doing because you're heading in the right way. And Well, thank you. If you have any new books, anything, let us know. We definitely promote it and be there for you. Yeah, just keep, just let us know what's what's happening with you. Keep in well, touch. Well, I appreciate it. Yes. I, I really do. And, um, again, the name of the book is That Church Life. That people always seem to say it wrong. That um, Church Life on Amazon life. and Google, right? Google, um, Barnes & Noble, Smashwords, uh, wherever books are sold, you can find it. All right. Walmart. Yeah. Amen. Check it out. Sure will. And you have a good night because I know it's late on that side. It's about like 11, 12 over there. Man, it's late. Yep. See, that's dedication, y'all. Listeners, y'all got to know, this dedication for people that live in the East Coast to do our night show, it is 11, 12 over there. And she's doing a show, giving y'all the knowledge. So go go ahead and go buy a book. That's her efforts right there. You know, to go, go ahead and pass a collection plate. Go, what's your cash app? Go ahead and say cash app so people can hit you up on some cash app. <laughs> um, you know, because that's some dedication. At 11, it's 11.13 over there. She, she didn't went to work and everything. And she is still up giving the knowledge, giving the information. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Dollar sign that church life. Dollar sign <laughs> that church life. Hit me up. Hit her up. <laughs> movie movie people. Hit her up. And man, I'm telling you on the playback, everybody yeah. on. And if you want to listen to this show after, I don't know, I don't show shout this out. You can hear it on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple. We on all that. So everybody, hit up that church life cash app. Go ahead and send her a, a, a love token. And so into her ministry because that church life, we wanted to keep going, growing, and maybe even turn to a series. That would be cool. You know, and blow Greenleaf out the water. Great. That would be And you know what? I thought that too. I, you thought, know, I thought about that. Because we need more shows other than just Greenleaf. Because I need something when Green, yes, Greenleaf off. When Greenleaf is, Greenle- Greenleaf is off, I need something to watch because I just end up on reality shows. Right. Yeah. Well, let's make it happen. Teamwork makes the dream work. Amen. Ain't that the truth? Amen. Amen. Okay. 
So <laughs> definitely stay in touch. Much love. I will. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Good night. All right. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. You too. <laughs> She was she was fun. She yeah. was a lot of fun. And 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 I am glad the I told you I had to put some worship songs on so she could get it woke up. Okay. Woke her game yeah, up. She, yeah. she was live by the time we called her. She was like, Okay, worship experience. <laughs> right. How you doing? Right. So Well, I just let me let me do a shout out for my sister. Please. Who your sister is? Reverend Kathleen Kathy LaFleur. All right then. So Sunday, this Sunday, June 30th, it's the Women's Day Summer Revival. And my sister, Reverend Kathy LaFleur, will be one of the speakers there. It starts at 1230. It's at New Corinth Christian Church at 2543 South Bruce Street, number A. Amen. I'm going to be there. Lady AJ is going to be in the building. Lady AJ needs to start hosting events for ladies. That's since next. So many. That's okay, next. just checking. And Reverend Kathy will be a part of the mix. Amen. So shout out to shout out to the whole group, the women's group. I know it's going to be really powerful, and we will be blessed with the messages that are coming out. So come see. Come Amen. see. Amen to that. Amen. So make sure you go get your anointed summer party tickets at anointedsummerparty.eventbrite.com come check us out support the ministry here in las vegas yes um go vote for us at the um, kingdom image awards.com and yes. vote for anointed radio the only vegas platform media outlet nominated for the award we showing strives That's for right. Las Vegas. We're making changes and we're make we're being pioneers That's right. for Amen. Las Vegas to bring more gospel focus events and everything into Las Vegas. So definitely support support us. Vote for us so we can show out in the nation that Anointed Radio is doing anything. Yes, we are. So with Praise that God. being said, Cletus. <laughs> oh my goodness. He began it. One thing I want to leave with you today. If God put you through it, instead of saying why I had to go through it, say what was the lesson I was supposed to learn. Mm. Okay. Amen. Mic drop. Okay. <laughs> and this is Lady AJ. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. And remember, obedience brings deliverance. See y'all on Friday. God bless.